Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jared Gray, my co-host, Jordan Reigns, and the Dynasty Chef Steve for the IDP 411 through expandtheboxboard.com. Happy Veterans Day and good morning. How are you guys doing? Great, doing great. man. Living it, loving it. Had a great day of football yesterday. I mean, mm-hmm. like this is basically the exact opposite of last week's show where we only had, you know, a handful of studs and guys talk about IDP-wise. I mean, we had so many massive IDP games this week. It was kind of unreal. I mean, even within that first 30 minutes yesterday, I mean, so much shit was going down. I was like, damn, it's going to be a big day. Yeah. My, I have this one league where you have like one deep, you know, IDP league, and then the defense is also out well, obviously. So, but there was only a one IDP player. And they're like, man, everybody scored low. I'm like, well, if you guys played IDP like the rest of us, then you'd have had a fun day today instead of, you know, you know oh, yeah. just watching football, really, because so much to watch. I mean, the defensive side just was crazy. Oh, crazy. Yeah. So many sacks, so many turnovers. I mean, how many defensive touchdowns were there yesterday? I mean, there was at least three or four. I mean, Marcus Peters had one. Rashawn Evans had one. Jamal Adams. Jamal Adams. Um, I know there was at least one or two others that had them. But anyway. I mean, there was potential for more even. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did Marcus Peters have two interceptions yesterday? He was balling out. Marcus Peters. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. He was balling out yesterday. That's Unreal. like it. Yeah, it's a crazy day. We just talking about it. Um, we could talk literally go down 100 players that were relevant mm-hmm. on today's show for fantasy. And we're not going to be able to get that many guys in. I mean, we're <laughs> – but we're gonna we're gonna hit the the dogs obviously, and this studs list is ridiculous. So, yeah, I picked up a random corner, and he scored me twenty two points yesterday. Random I mean, rookie cornerback. I mean, you you called it though in in yesterday's show that you thought Jamil Dean would would do well, and sure enough, he had a good day. So, <laughs> it, it was just one of those days. I mean, like you said last week, a lot of duds. This week, a lot of studs. So our and like you said, our top score from last week won't even rank today. Yeah, he would have been like at the bottom of our list. It was crazy. Which is hilarious. <laughs> it's just I mean, that's football, right? So that's what makes it fun. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get right off the top here. Um, top defensive player, pretty easy. Jamal Adams. Yeah. Crazy. Eight solo tackles and assists, two tackles for loss, two sacks. For 21 yards, two quarterback hits, a pass deflended, two force fumbles, a fumble recovery, and a touchdown. But his fumble recovery for a touchdown, he literally just walked up, took it from Danny Dimes, and ran to the end zone. Yeah, just like just deboed him. Like give me hey, that bro, ball. <laughs> give me that ball. I'm gonna take this to my house. In standard <laughs> scoring, he scored 34. If you played in any league where you, you know. He scored how he's supposed to be scored. He scored 60 to 80 points. That's crazy. But worth it. I mean, if you're getting two quarterback hits, two forced fumbles, a fumble recovery, a touchdown, you know, two tackles for loss and two sacks from a safety, bro, 
he could have put up half those numbers and he still would have been probably the number one or number two defensive back on the week. And he put up double that. I mean, that's a monst- absolutely monster day. Kudos to him. I mean, he's playing out of his mind. Um, you know, and they were talking about trading this dude. Let's talk, let's talk about that. <laughs> what, team, what team are we talking about here? What organization are we talking that's about? That's true. Here? Oh, okay, I mean, yeah, it all makes sense. Let's trade our best player away for that. I mean, look what the Dolphins did. The other the guy. Dolphins I mean, traded Minka Fitzpatrick. Neck, that yeah, they, yeah, I mean, falling out every week. These people would give away diamonds, you know, to homeless yeah. people. Here. <laughs> Change their name to Dysfunction. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Minka Fitzpatrick, though, I mean, four tackles, two pass deflections, an interception, a fumble recovered, mm-hmm. and a, that touchdown he took back. I mean, mm-hmm. that was a heads-up play because a lot of guys seemed to act like that play was dead. Mm-hmm. Um, you saw, though, when he picked that ball up, though, uh, I think it was Everett or one of the one of the Rams guys immediately tried to tackle him, and I was like, oh, he knows the play's not dead. Mm-hmm. Everybody else was kind of standing around, and that guy was like, uh-oh, and he couldn't get to him. Mm-hmm. And they didn't even make a big deal about it when I was watching it. Like, he ran it back. I was watching Red Zone, though, so they, like, went out, and they came back like, oh, yeah, this play was a touchdown. I was like, that's a massive play for this game, like. They're oh, wrecking. huge! I mean, it was it was. I would say it was the turning point. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, it just shows you what a pl- I mean playmaker he is. I mean, how many games is that now that they've essentially won because of something Minka Fitzpatrick has done? Chiefs are in the playoff hunt, or not? Chiefs Steelers are in a playoff hunt right mm-hmm. now, y'all. Don't don't get it twisted. These guys aren't. They're not dicking around out there. I mean, they just beat the Rams. Like this team was in the Super Bowl last year. It's got John McVay, the Golden Boy. Todd Gurley, who I mean, for whatever, whatever up with God, Todd Gurley. Okay, they're in the playoff hunt without Big Ben. Mm-hmm. And but, I think that's, that's because of because Rudolph of Devin Bush, well. Devin mm-hmm. Bush, and because of Minka Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Well, let's, let's not forget about the TJ Watt, Cameron Hayward. Watt. Well, yeah, TJ Watt is carrying this team for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, I mean, half their off, half their scoring the last two weeks have come from defensive plays. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, an incredible day for Minka. Um, I think that he personally is defensive player of the year right now. I mean, that might – some people might not like the sound of that, but, I mean, the, just the way he's winning them games and keeping them in this, you know, it's it's crazy. He, I mean, he's definitely going to be on the list. I mean, he's, he's good, for, like said, he's good for a pick for a pick a week. He had an interception to finish the game yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and Jordan Latt, you know, has called me out on it, what is it, three weeks ago now? That mm-hmm. He gets to pick a week and did it again this week. He just to close it out, you know. And it's funny. I was sitting there, I was like, oh, you know, Mika doesn't have his interception this week. And then last play of the game, here we go. <laughs> Let's get a pick. Yep. Just crazy, crazy day, man. Um, just in the what top ten? You got Minka, T.J. Watt, Joe Hayden. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're all in the top ten for uh, total oh, points yeah. scored. By a fantasy yeah. player. Yeah, I was kicking myself for not playing Hayden. Well, yeah, but I mean, good streamer. Mm-hmm. He's a streamer. Make, well, make I, I played a, a I played a cornerback in a premium league too. So, yeah. Well, I mean, let's just kind of uh, since we're on the corners or the defensive backs, let's just read off a couple of the big names besides uh, you know the the president. And Minka the King. Um, we got Budapik, <laughs> King Pin. He had ten tackles. One quarterback hit, two pass defended, and a fumble recovery. I mean, he's up there with the big dogs for a reason. Mm-hmm. I mean, these guys are – they don't play games. Uh, they hit nine solos. 
Yeah, and they're playmakers. I mean, each one of them had a fumble recovery yesterday. Um, you know, that in and of itself should tell you these guys are around the ball when, when disruption's happening. Um, Joe Hayden, like you said, he had a great game, seven tackles, five pass deflections, one interception, two forced fumbles. Um, big guy on Thursday night, everybody was blown off about. Eric Harris, kind of quiet on the tackles, only two, but he had two interceptions, should have had four interceptions, three pass deflections, and a touchdown. Um, he had a massive game. The, the interceptions really help if you're in a league that, you know, scores those fairly appropriately. Marcus Peters, six tackles, pass deflection, interception, touchdown. Logan Ryan, this dude, I mean, yet again, 13 tackles. Monster day for him. Two, dude, it's crazy how good Logan Ryan is. Yeah. And they don't, they just, he's unreal. they keep throwing at him. That's the crazy he's, thing. I know. He's, a, he's a cheat code if you're if in a quarterback, in a cornerback league. I mean, he's just, He's far and away better than everybody else at the defensive back corner. He's back. one of the top scoring fantasy players in all f- football. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. And it's just he he's a sure tackler and he gets he's a good at pass deflections and he always seems like he's always around the guys that are getting thrown at. So nine solos, four assists, three quarterback hits. Mm-hmm. And I mean that's I mean that's his whole season so far. I mean, it just seems like every week he just goes out and puts up big numbers, big numbers, big numbers. And big numbers. numbers. Uh, Tavon Wilson, we had him with a little plug and play since Tracy Walker was out. Six total tackles, you know, a tackle for a loss, a sack. That's good shit right there. Um, a pass deflection and a quarterback hit. So, I mean, he got points kind of all over the place. Jesse Bates, glad to have the uh, the <clears throat> the Cincinnati Bengals back. You know, Bates is always kind of a staple for us. He had eight tackles. Not yeah, Bates and Williams both had good games. And I he mean- had an interception. Don't he had, I saw that mm-hmm. sideline interception he had was pretty nice, nice little toe drag there. Yeah, it was it was big. Um, you know, I have Bates in pretty much every league that I play in. So and it's funny, guys, that like, oh, we didn't have you know, it was rookie luck. Well, there's been a whole lot of rookie luck in the last couple of years. Let's just put that out there. So, did you hear while we're on the rookies and guys in their second year? Uh, Derwin James sounds like he's coming back after the bye week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, their bye week is week twelve. Is that yep. right? so? so that's going to be a little scary to play. Put in my lineup though in the playoff season. Not going to lie to you. Oh, I agree. I mean, but if he's full go, can you mm-hmm. can you take him out? That's tough. I don't have him anywhere. So I know I know he's on a couple of my waiver wires in some redraft leagues still. But I don't know if I'm gonna go I don't know if I'm gonna go make that play or not. We'll see. Probably you know, I wouldn't uh stream Nick Needham yesterday. I had to and you know, because of bye weeks and stuff like that. He had a big game, you know, five tackles or six tackles, five solo. Uh was it three pass defended, quarterback hit, a pick. I mean that's two weeks in a row he's had a big game. So uh, a guy that we don't talk about ever because he doesn't play and he's kind of a – I think he's in his second year now. Um, Stephen Parker had an interception in the end zone where he literally yanks it out in the Miami game. He just wow. yanks the ball out one-handed. That Eric Ebron play? Yeah. Yep. Was it like, for, like one of the first plays of the game too. Yeah, he basically caught the touchdown, and then he just, as they were rolling on the ground, he just took it away from him. And I was like, man. It was pretty, that was a pretty fun game. 
yeah, that I mean that was an interesting game. I can't believe Miami's won two in a row now. It's got to be the first yep. time they've won two in a row. In two you know, especially when you got guys like Darius Leonard who were second in you know in fantasy. Go and mess up their tank bowl now. Eleven solos, two assists, two tackles for a loss, a sack, um, a quarterback hit, two pass deflections, an interception, and a forced fumble. Yeah, and he and they lost. And the interception that he had, he they called him dead at the spot, but he basically he took it back for a touchdown. Oh yeah, it should have been a touchdown. Whistled it dead for whatever reason. I don't remember exactly why they kind of explained it, but it sounded like they just wanted to screw him to me. Yeah, it, it's crazy. I mean, like I said, craziest day of defensive fantasy football, I think, that I that I have seen overall in a long time. I mean the interceptions were a premium. You know, there were what 13 in the top 50 forced fumbles. This list is long. Yeah. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Chris Jones, TJ Watt, 12. Chandler Jones. Um, did Trey Flowers have one yesterday too? 13. Yes. Trey Flowers did have a good day and he had a forced fumble. Beast mode, beast mode, beast mode. 14, 15. Well, there's over 15 forced fumbles yesterday. That's just in our top one. So, Dang. turnover city. But that's what you want to see. I mean, that's why you love IDP football. And you mm. see, fan, uh, I saw the NFL Network posted in their NFL fantasy football. They're like, oh, you, they've got a thing where, uh, you know, legit for the guys put his head down, like, oh, fantasy, my team right now. I'm like, not if you're playing IDP. Mm-hmm. It's not. No, yeah, you're like because you got a shot. IDP, you're loving this life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's read off some of these defensive linemen studs that we got here. I got a handful for sure. Um, starting on Thursday, you know, Melvin Ingram had a big game: seven tackles, two tackles for loss, two sacks, two quarterback hits, and a pass deflection. Mm-hmm. Um, his counterpart Joey Bosa had one of the worst games he's had for IDP all season, if not the worst. Um. Rest in peace, my Clean friend. Clean Farrell mm-hmm. had a good day, had a great yeah. game Thursday night. Clean Farrell mm-hmm. had a great game for the first time all season, basically. Eight tackles, two tackles, two and a half tackles for loss, two and a half sacks, three quarterback hits, and a pass deflection. Um, Chris Jones came through yesterday with a big game. Seven tackles, two sacks, two tackles for loss, two quarterback hits, and a forced fumble. T.J. Watt, five tackles, two tackles for loss, two sacks, a forced fumble. Preston Smith. Six tackles, two tackles for a loss, two quarterback or two sacks, and four quarterback hits. He's been pretty consistent this year. Oh, He's yeah. a guy that you gotta if you can trade for, and this is your last trade deadline. Probably a lot of sacks. He's yeah, gotta be a guy you gotta go after. A lot of quarterback hits, a lot of pressures. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's always back there disrupting shit. Uh, Grady Jarrett ended up with three tackles, mm. two and a half sacks, two and a half tackles for loss, and then led the league yesterday in quarterback hits. He had five quarterback hits on Drew Brees. He was blowing him up. Yeah, he had a great game. I did not expect him to have two and a half sacks, which is funny. We said, you know, last week our the leading sack guy had one and a half last week, and I just read off five names that have multiple two sacks plus, and I don't I mean that's not even the whole list by – not even close to the whole list. Yeah. It's like – it's like yeah. O lines just gave up yesterday. They was like, okay, go ahead and hit our QBs. Like all these guys would have crushed everybody that played last week at defensive line. Uh, Chandler Jones, five tackles, two sacks, two tackles for loss, two quarterback hits, a forced fumble. Trey Flowers, seven tackles, two tackles for loss, one sack, two quarterback hits. 
Um, I had some other guys on here. Uh, who else we got? Well, Aaron Donald. They, I think they heard about all these uh, these kids in uh, college getting these multi-hit, uh, multi-sat games, and they was like, well, we can't be beat. We can't be outdone. Yeah. <laughs> they had to show We're up. We're professionals. They're What's going on? <laughs> Aaron Donald had two and a half tackles for loss, five total tackles, one half of a sack, um, three quarterback hits. You you know, at least he showed up in that. Clay Matthews, thing. you know, we, we're talking about being him being a streamer. Somebody you got to pick up if you have to. Mm-hmm. He comes back after, you know, being injured with a broken jaw. Mm-hmm. Comes back and has a pretty solid game. We're not even sure about him, but, yeah, it's surprising. You know, Everson Griffin, Cameron Hayward, Vic, Be- Vic Beasley. What, when, when was the last one part of Vic Beasley's name? Yeah, I was going to say, that was a surprising one for him to even show up at all. They, I was watching Good Morning Football a little while ago before we got on, and they said – they said they showed him sacking Drew Brees, and someone's like, Vic Beasley, where'd he come from? <laughs> I was like, dude, I mean, it must be sad. If you're at home, Vic Beasley watching that, it can't feel good. But <laughs> I thought it was funny. It, it was kind of nuts, to be honest with you. Uh, Demaro Davis, I don't you know. Well, I guess we're just talking defensive linemen, but, I mean, it's the amount of sacks yesterday is – Kind of ridiculous. That had to be close to the most. That has to be the most sacks on the season so far in a single week. We should look into that a little bit. Maybe check our Twitter feeds later this week, y'all. Hashtag IDP Army. We will try and get some info out there for you guys. But, I mean, it felt like a big IDP week, and we're pretty sure it probably was. But we'll go back and see if we can maybe rustle up some sack numbers overall and throw that out there for you. See if uh, what we feel is actually lining up with what reality is. But uh, we had some big games for some linebackers, too. You want to? Go down a couple of those, Jared. I'm still counting sacks. Oh. <laughs> we already talked about Darius Leonard. He had a sack. He's a linebacker. Rashawn Evans, he had a crazy good game yesterday. Seven tackles, two tackles for loss. He had a sack. Um, he also had a fumble recovery and a touchdown. That was a big game. That was part of the reason why uh, the Titans beat Kansas City is because of such a – I mean, his touchdown play was, you know, pivotally, massively important for them. Your dude, uh, Corey Littleton, balled out yesterday. What is it, 14 tackles overall? One and a half. Right, I'll put it this way. I'm over 65 tackles right now, and I, so, and I stopped counting. I'm only a 56 player. Damn. Mm. That was wild. And I, I just stopped counting because I'm like, I can't just keep counting. Like We got we to gotta, we gotta finish this. Yes, Corey <laughs> Littleton, complete. Can you imagine we're up to 70 tackles, do 56 players, and I'm like, okay, it's we got to – yeah, we're just stopping point here. That's like, a, we'll definitely find that out. That'll be that'll be interesting information to put out this week's sack numbers compared to last week's for sure. Because like I said, last week felt like a down week for IDP, and we even commented on that. And I mentioned that to some people on Twitter, and they were like, "Oh, you know, it's pretty normal." I was like, it "Doesn't feel normal." I was like, "It feels low. It feels low end to me." But mm-hmm. what goes down must come up. Now out. after this, yeah, the law of averages. Now this mm-hmm. week, I'm like, "Oh, total information overload." Corey Littleton had a forced fumble and a fumble recovery. That's your dude, Jared. He's, he's yeah. I've been high Corey Littleton. I thought he was going to be one of the top, you know, guys all year, and he ended up just honestly he carried my me in the, in the, my main IDP league. Uh, and I've had people try to trade for Corey Littleton more times. Than I want to talk about. I'm like, listen, I just can't let this dude go. <laughs> like, and. I mean, after Darius Leonard's big day, I would say that he was going to be on the top linebackers, period. So, 
Yeah, I mean, he has the high tackle numbers, but then he he's good at getting the, the extra stuff. You know what I mean? The pass defended. He's one of the better coverage linebackers. The forced fumbles, the fumble recoveries. I mean, he's, you know, he makes plays. It's not just, you know, you can get a guy that's just going to fill a hole, you know, and get a few tackles here and there. I mean, those are plug and plays. You can find them, but finding a guy that can do that and some, that's where you're really going to step, you know, take your game to the next level. IDP. And Corey Littleton, I mean, he's been doing this since last year, even early in the season. You know, he had a couple of fumble recoveries earlier, so we knew he was going to be good. Demario Davis popping up. Um, kind of should have seen that coming, I guess. We had I had Von Bell ranked pretty high, but it seemed like Demario Davis was the main playmaker for the Saints yesterday. 11 tackles, three tackles for loss, a sack, pass deflection. <clears throat> he was kind of all over the place yesterday. You know, I will give you some props yesterday. You, you pretty much said uh, what player, who, uh, Tredavious White, was going to have a good game against Odell. Mm-hmm. And honestly – he whooped his ass. <laughs> I'm like, you know, he got – Odell had a few good catches, but overall he just got shut down. So Odell Beckham is not what he was. I mean, well, maybe it's not him. Maybe it's more – uh, Dude, it's him. Let's talk about this. How, he had, what, four drop passes, five drop passes yesterday? Drops. I don't know. I don't. I honestly, it's sad to say like, I don't even pay – like early in the season I was watching the Browns games. I don't even watch them anymore. They're just like I'm like yeah I don't really care. Well, I'm watching them. <laughs> I know they're I know they're a mess. You know what I mean? I mean yeah they beat the Bills, which is kind of ridiculous. They really shouldn't have won that game. Dude, they should no. They should have blown them out. Let's talk. The Bills played great inside the red zone. Yeah, I don't understand what happened there. Was a, there. there was a red zone stand of nine plays. Oh yeah, when they tried to run it in over and over and over and over and over they, again. They had two pass interference calls once against mm-hmm. Odell Beckham. I mean, they give you – he's – I think he leads the league in penalties against the player, um, which I think it's eight eight or nine penalties against Odell – you know, players going against Odell Beckham. I don't know. Uh, it just – Yeah, It's dude. just nothing you want to – it's not pretty, you know. It's not, and you know, I they, said, I'm like, listen, why don't you just spread them out, right, and let Baker run up the middle. What happens the very first time the Bills get in the red zone? They spread everybody out. Josh Allen runs up the middle like nobody's. I mean, and I expect Josh Allen to run. So, Josh Allen's a beast. I, I'm just mad they lost. Like that should have been a gimme game. I don't it, really I, understand. I'm t- there. T- that, that defense is not easy. Mm-hmm. That defense is pretty stout. I mean, any team oh, that's going to have Miles Garrett on it is going to be good. So, Joe Sherbert's playing great. Garrett's going to show up in our stinker section later. He didn't do shit yesterday. He didn't do shit yesterday, but he caused him. Some side. Yeah. Let's finish up with these linebackers. We had Jerome Baker. He had eight tackles. Um, tackle for loss, a sack. Um, we got here a force fumble. That's a big game for him. Levante David, eight tackles. Tackle for loss. He had a force fumble and a fumble recovery. Jordan Hicks, nine tackles. He's still one of the leading tacklers in the league, if not the leading tackler. Um, tackle for loss. He had an interception. Which, uh, if you watch, that was kind of a pretty cool play. Someone deflected it up in the air, and he just kind of caught it. Mm-hmm. Uh, good for him. To hear Whitehead, this is all the way back on Thursday, but he had 14 tackles, a tackle for loss. It's a good, solid game. Matt you Milano. Know I, I know somebody that has Tier Whitehead, uh, Darius Leonard, and Rashad, Rashad Evans this weekend. Rashad Evans is saving my ass in a couple of leagues. He's had a monster. Ever since Jalen Brown got hurt, he's went to a different level. He's already having a good year, 
Jam Brown gets hurt, Rashad Evans just blows up, and he has yeah. been unstoppable ever since. Yep. Matt Milano, once again, proving that he is the linebacker you want to own in Buffalo. Seven tackles, two tackles for loss, sack, pass deflected. I know Tremaine Edmonds ended up with a big game yesterday, but I think he only had like two tackles, but his big game came on. Uh, there were both tackles for loss and one was a safety. Yep, and then he had a sack. So he ended up with kind of a lot of cheap points kind of here or there and everywhere. Not a great baseline day for him. It was crazy. I mean, Nick Chubb ran the ball a lot. They threw plenty, so I'm surprised he didn't have more tackles. I mean, I'm surprised that I'm not surprised. I'm shocked that I'm not shocked. So, Rashawn Evans is kind of – a Tremaine Evans has kind of been uh, – Tremaine Edmonds. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, he's been kind of a disappointment. I know a lot of people draft him as a top-10 linebacker, and he has not produced as a top-10 linebacker. That's just facts. Um, Jalen Smith had a decent game yesterday. Ended up with uh, <clears throat> 13 tackles, half sat or a ta- half tackle for a loss. Like I said, and, I thought he would be the guy we talk about when it's all said and done. Andre Campbell, we got to talk about him real quick. Not a mm-hmm. giant sack number or tackle numbers. He only had six, but he did have a sack, which ended up helping you a lot. Tackle for loss. Um, he came through in a big way. I told you I found him on a waiver wire the other day. He had a few, did had a few points where he should have had, you know, a couple of pass deflections. He should have had an interception. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, sometimes where they score these things, you know, I'm with, I remember the players you're talking about. I thought he did a little bit more, but I just, they just didn't give it to him. He had a lot of disruption here, Stats. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, Deion Jones, I can't find him. I'm just scrolling away. Deion Jones was like Nowhere. seventh in the, on the team in tackles. Like, I think he had two tackles in a, in a, Two souls and assist. Let's put it this way: Oakland had more ta- has his high way Oakland, higher on the like ball out here, Stato. Well, I don't want to talk about he's garbage. Garbage. He's not garbage, but I mean it's pretty bad when you know Leighton Vanderesh, who had what five solos, eight assists, a sack, or is it a tackle for loss? A tackle for loss. Um, he he's forty-six on the list with mm-hmm. that many tackles. Yeah. Well, I mean, Roquan Smith, kind of same thing. He had 11 tackles, but I mean, that's it. I mean, just kind of these bread and butter days, you know, just where it's their floor plays, you know. I mean, he hit his floor, but he didn't really do much as far as getting to his ceiling. So, what are your thoughts on uh, Blake Martinez? He only had seven tackles yesterday. We've kind of, he's always kind of one of the high level guys. Well, I mean, I think the weather played a lot of it, too. Um, when you're not getting your footing, I mean, it was like basically a sheet of ice at the end of the game, which was really fun to watch at the end of the game. It was, it was a great finish. Oh, yeah, that was a beautiful game. CMC ended up reaching for the end zone. And and mm-hmm. honestly, I think he would have scored the touchdown if they had a better view. Because on both sides, the corner or the – uh, wide receiver was looking down the line on both sides, so you couldn't see the ball. You know what? I it think it's good. Christian McCaffrey didn't score. He gets he he gets a, he gets a little too many fantasy points these days. <laughs> <laughs> He's at the point where he has the opportunity to set the fantasy record. I mean, six more points. You know what I mean? So, yeah. um, he's on pace. And um, uh, let's put it this way: he had it. A below average day for him, and he scored 30 points in most leagues. So, and that's annoying. 
Everybody that's got him on their team is like, I'm a fantasy football genius. And it's like, no, you had a number one or number two overall pick. Shut well, up. Well, I traded for him. Yeah. I, okay, so and I traded for him in a dynasty league. Last year, whenever people took David Johnson and Le'Veon Bell. I'm just waiting for the CMC year where he comes out and is like running back 18. Yeah, he's like, he, well, he lands that, next he year. Lays that clunker he's out. He's running back again next year. Uh-huh. Well, he, he comes out and has that Joe Mixon year. Well, Joe, Joe Mixon. Mixon. Well, let's talk about that real quick. Joe Mixon's actually last three games played pretty well. He scored twenty uh, okay. in the last two weeks. Yeah, he can. Okay, he could do pretty well the rest of the year, and he'd still have a pretty season. Oh, I agree, but that's because his team is trash. No, yeah, well, absolutely. I'm still gonna pick up Joe Mixon next season. Yeah, next year he'll be a lot. Well, not a exactly. lot. Exactly. Second round pick. I mean, he can't. He can't fall too much lower than the second round, being who he is. Um, well, you might be able to get him that Chris Carson. You might get him in the third. third. Yeah. You, you might get him in the high, high third, high. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I don't think many people are going to let that happen. I mean, right Especially now, Aaron Jones might be the steal of the draft. I got him in the third or late third round. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's a fantasy MVP. I mean, you got him so late, and he's basically putting up, basically putting up Christian McCaffrey numbers 80% of the time. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's good. You can say yeah, I, I got him in one league. Dude. You know what's crazy is how random we've been today because it's just so many players. I mean, this is ridiculous. Are we just having a hit on over 85 sacks? 85 over. Like, we talked about like Frank Clark had a pretty good game. Oh, yeah. I remember yesterday I wouldn't play Frank Clark. (laughs) None of us wanted to play Frank Clark. But I mean, like, even if you didn't, you probably play somebody that had a better game than him. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, Lawrence had a good game yesterday. No sacks, but he had a lot of tackles and tackles for loss. Max Crosby, we haven't talked about him. He was kind of blowing up on Thursday night. Robert Quinn had a sack yesterday. Vincent Maio. Vincent but he doesn't, play, he doesn't play enough snaps for me to feel comfortable playing him. But he is a disruptor for sure. I mean, if you're in I mean, super deep, you can play you know, him. At one point, he was one of the top tackles for loss and sack leaders. So, I mean, he, had, is, I mean, he only I had, what, three tackles? Might get on the field more now too because Arden Key um, broke his foot, right? So he's yep. out for this. another guy that went out yesterday. Uh, Emmanuel Ogba he tore his pec, so he's out for the rest of the season. Uh, Chiefs defensive end. So just yeah, know, Benson Mayo is a guy that you definitely have to look at because with like you said, Arden Key being out, I mean, he had one and a half sacks, one and a half tackles for loss. Uh, was it two quarterback hits and uh, and a forced fumble? And he's a guy that I expect to kind of do that. Cleveland Farrell's going to have a start stepping up. Uh, who's the other? Max Crosby mm-hmm. had a big day. And those guys are way down the list because, you know, I'm going to give you props right now. You told me you hit, I need to go pick up Dante Fowler in one of my leagues because I was in a bye week with Matt Ioannidis out. So I went and did it and did have a great day, but – yeah, he didn't have a great – he started out a great day. He started out looking like he was going to put up, like, 45, 50 fantasy points. He had that touchdown. But then he really didn't do much after that. I mean, I got 12 points out of him because, because of the yeah, – You got to show some respect to that uh, Steelers defense, uh, offensive line. And that's kind of why I have Dante Fowler in two leagues. I only started him in one. And, obviously, I as soon as he had that play, I was like, shit, I made the wrong call. But it ended up being I made the right play overall. He ended up not scoring as much as whoever I played over him. 
but it felt early on when he had that touchdown. I was like, man, I screwed up. But he, they, that offensive line for Pittsburgh is uh, no joke. I mean, they protected Rudolph pretty well yesterday. And, I mean, that was with Fowler coming at him, Clay Matthews coming at him, and Aaron Donald. I mean, they still had a little disruption, but they lost that game still. I mean, Steelers put up a fight against a defense everybody said was going to crush them. And, I mean, they came, they came through the fire and the flame, and they got the W. So, kudos yes. to them. Yeah. It's just been fun to watch. Chris Jones had a big game. Um, we talked about uh, teams first segment of the show. You said I mean, defensive players. Jamal Adams had a touchdown. Rashawn Evans had a touchdown. Minka Fitzpatrick had a touchdown. Eric Harris had a touchdown. Marcus Peters had a touchdown. Tyrus Bowser had a touchdown. And Dante Fowler Jr. had a touchdown. So seven touchdowns yesterday. Wild, wild, wild. Well, six touchdowns yesterday, one Thursday night. Mm-hmm. But seven touchdowns is defensively is kind of ridiculous. We still got the game tonight too. Yep, we, and still, we still got a game tonight. Yeah, I mean, still a lot, you know, still a lot of defensive players that you're gonna play tonight. Let's go for ers We got big stuff going on in that game, and you got the um, Seahawks. I mean, there's big names in that too. I mean, there's a lot of Marquise Blair shares out there. There's a lot of Bobby Wagner shares out there. There's a few Davian Clowney folks still floating around. I imagine. I mean, I, I had, like I told you, I, I thought I played Taven Wilson against you in our startup league. And and if not, looked on my bench, I'm like, I need to get a DB. So, don't know how, especially in our league, Marquis Blair was available. Um, well, we don't have giant, we don't have very big benches in that league. I think we don't have big benches in that league. But I like, I mean, it means you have to turn people over. To I mean, that game's in hand anyway. I'm kind of waxing George. Completely yeah, destroying me. I'm gonna get my ass kicked in that league. <laughs> so my running back, Ty Johnson, and um, who was the other idiot? Kalen Balage. So I mean, yeah, my team's pretty good here. So I had back in there, and I had some of my other guys are on bye week. You wouldn't have a chance. But, Dude, look at my linebacking core, and I had a bad linebacking week in Joe Showert. So, yeah, I saw that. Don't worry, I'll, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna come back. I'm in a league right now where I'm um, meeting a guy in my dynasty IDP dynasty. Actually, this is probably the most important matchup of the week, maybe all season. Both have, I think, I have 186 points, and he's got 185 points. But I've got DeForest Buckner going into tonight, and he's got KJ Wright going into tonight. Mm-hmm. I'm about to lose another league to the worst player in the entire league because I sat Darius Slayton. Ooh, dude, I played against Darius Slayton yesterday, and it was not fun. I still won that matchup, but and, I think what? And I left, left Pittsburgh's defense on the bench, too. I put the state, <laughs> I Slayton. Put the Saints against – I mean, Lane ain't done nothing all year. Yeah, no, I, Darius Slayton or Odell Beckham Jr.? <laughs> you know, honestly, I'm next next week – I have that dilemma, and guess who I'm playing? Probably well, you know. If you, so. if you got a brain in your head, you'll play Slayton. Obj mm-hmm. had a touchdown this season and like a hundred yard game. I mean, how many targets he have yesterday though? Twelve, thirteen. Get four know. drops. I can tell you that. I feel bad. I, I'm. I feel really. I mean, I, it's a joke, but it's also really sad considering the amount of talent, the amount of you know hype that was going into the season. I mean, they've done everything right. I mean, they have Kareem Hunt. They have Nick Phillips. They've got Hyde. Check out a bit. They've got. I mean, they've got elite receivers, and they just they can't do anything. He's he's they're right. He's more concerned about his watch and his cleats. They beat the Bills. I mean, I'll again, I'll give them that. But that's not even a game they really should be concerned about. I mean, you know, I don't know. 
they win the games they're not supposed to win and they lose the games they're supposed to win. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just a bummer for them. I mean, whatever. Well, I mean, they they should win it. They should win all the games. They should be concerned about winning every game, but but they can't. Well, let's but, talk. So, if there's a few duds, let's just we'll bring them up. Real before quick. we get on the duds, um, Dan Trevathan looks like he might be out for the year. What happened? You, well, he went for a tackle, and and I and I'm gonna send this photo to you guys because instantly somebody obviously sent it to me because I've been on the DT train all year. His arm is bent like this, like it's. Oh, he was in a slide right away. That K- Kravinsky guy was had a big quiet house. Nick Kwiatkowski. Yep. Had nine solo tackles, a, an assist, a tackle for loss, a sack, a quarterback hit, pass defended, and an interception yesterday in his relief. Hmm. That's so, a big, he had a big game when he came in for uh, Roquan that one game too. Yep. And on and one of our buddies. Picked him up, and I'm like, "Come on, dude, really? Like, you know, it's you know, I need him at this point." Quickowski, <laughs> I guess. I mean, if you're in a dynasty, he's definitely league, something you got to stream. Somebody go look at for your on your waivers this week. Um, we usually don't talk a lot of you know pickup guys because usually we're in leagues that are pretty, you know, ownership's pretty high on a lot of these guys. But when injury like this pops up, I mean, Tavon Wilson came up; he's doing good. Marquise Blair, when McDougal came up, he's doing all right. So Kwiatkowski here, he's looking like a guy that you're gonna want to go pick up. Just yeah, Nick Kwiatkowski from Chicago Bears. He definitely got every time he's played, he's played well. So uh, man, it was it was that sucks for Trevathan though. He was having a monster year. Oh, this year, dude, he had a great year. So uh, on the way to 120 plus tackles. Yeah, it, it's it was an ugly look. I, I don't, I do not know how long he's gonna be out, and maybe maybe got lucky and sprained it. But if, when I show you this picture. Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. It looks like he's out for the season to me. If I just were to look at the picture, so or if you watched it live, you'd be like, oh, nope, he's done. It's it's a, considering an elbow sprain, but I think it's an elbow tear personally. Yeah, yikes! So, Let's talk. There's a few duds. We won't necessarily dive super deep into them, but some big names that usually come through, and on a week where a lot of big games happen. These guys did not have much going down. Von Bell, uh, he was my number one defensive back this week. He let me down mm. big time. I think he only had like four or five tackles. Um, but that's thanks to Demario Davis, you know, putting everyone on blast. Joey Bosa had a bad game. I think he only had two tackles. I think he had two tackles for loss too, though, and a quarterback the other two. So, I mean, if you get points for that, that's good. But if you're playing in one of these basic-ass leagues where you just get tackles, I mean, Joey Bosa had two points or three points for you. Um, Miles Garrett, quiet game, two tackles. Uh, Daniel Hunter, I didn't, I don't know, he did almost nothing yesterday. He had a couple mm-hmm. of tackles. Cameron Jordan, a couple of tackles. And Devin Bush yesterday kind of just disappeared. I mean, mm-hmm. I think he just threw an invisibility cloak over himself and was just like standing in the middle of the field hoping no one hit him. Because what do you end up with? Four tackles? Five maybe? Disappeared, I'll tell you that. So, yeah. but on the flip side, I mean, Mark Barron. You know, not a lot in the extras category, but 10 tackles. So, I mean, you know, only so much you can do when your homie's doing all the, you know, getting there just a little bit before you. So, Devin Bush, don't worry, don't panic, don't freak out. Uh, Devin White, the other Devin, also had a quiet game. I mean, these things happen from week to week. I mean, even Blake Martinez, he didn't have a great week. You're not benching any of these guys. I mean, if you're benching Joey Bosa, Miles Garrett, Devin Bush, Daniel Hunter, Cameron Jordan, Von Bell, 
you are an insane person mm-hmm. or your team is literally – I mean, I don't know how you would ever bench Literally stacked. You I saw Demontre KZ get, uh, go down with an injury. I don't know how serious it is, but he was down on the field long enough for they went to a commercial break. Oh, dang. I missed I miss that completely. So, I was not paying – that was the one game I did not pay a lot of attention to was the Saints. That's because everybody expected the Saints to blow the Falcons out, and then it was mm-hmm. just the opposite. Yeah, well, I was happy. I'm not a big Saints fan. You guys know that. Seven sacks mm-hmm. against Jerry's. I did not expect them to do that well, but mm-hmm. it was nice to see my boy Austin Hooper, you know, get his mandatory touchdown. Dude's he played really up. good. You called that one too. So, oh, man, I knew he was I, – I knew Austin Hooper was going to be a good tight end two seasons oh, yeah. ago. I know. And the thing mm-hmm. is, last year he was good too. Mm-hmm. Over the summer, everyone was literally – I mean, you couldn't – you couldn't say O.J. Howard's name enough. And it was like Austin Hooper was just like, uh, he's okay. Oh, like, Austin Hooper just had a great season. Like, mm-hmm. O.J. Howard had, like, a good game. Yeah. Like, oh, these advanced metrics. I'm like, I don't give a shit about some advanced metrics. I give a mm-hmm. shit about fantasy points and what my eyes have showed me. But, I mean, Austin O.J. Howard had a good game yesterday, and I fully expect the, uh, the O.J. Howard uh, fan club to be in full force this week. Yeah, and metrics are back, baby. Yeah, whatever. But um, Hooper's also, also Austin Hooper, I've been trying to get him in Dynasty, and every week he just scores enough to where I'm like, it's a completely useless because they're not going to give him to me. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm actually trying to go for Austin Hooper and give Darren Waller away just because I know they're going to be throwing Waller. Little offensive action. Darren Waller, this is the time to maybe make a play for him in Dynasty. He's had a couple of down weeks. Problem is, he's 27. So mm-hmm. it's hard for me to go make a big play for Darren Waller, knowing that I'm only looking yeah, at you. Yeah, but he didn't know. play for two years. I know. He's fresh. I, I know, but still, I mean, Austin Hooper's only 25, 24 or 25. I'd still rather have an Austin Hooper and pay up a little bit more than a 27, 28-year-old Darren Waller, personally. Because, I mean, what's Matt Ryan going to do? As he gets a little older, he's just going to keep throwing it over the middle yeah, of the field that's, more? That's another question. How much longer Matt Ryan got? As long as Austin Hooper's around, Matt mm-hmm. Ryan will be. I don't know about that. I, I legit. Matt Ryan's only thirty four. I know he looks, dude. He looks old. There's something. His face. I mean, that dude needs to like, <laughs> it does, it like, wash his face and put some like you know some moisturizer. Age. This has got to be the youngest. That's what they're gonna start calling him right now. Starting in the league. Who? Right now, just everybody. Yeah. I mean, what's the, the average? The average age of the starting quarterback in this week's oh, game. Right. It's well, three it's not like, injuries, but Kyle Rudolph's not, not going anywhere. No, right? Especially but, if the defense. You got the five guys that were drafted last year. They're not going anywhere. Kyle Allen's not imagine going if anywhere. You pulled, imagine if you pulled those uh, those three oldest uh, starting QBs out too. How, how much that would change it? Oh, yeah, so I'm telling you, Philip Rivers has probably another year left. And I think they make – dude, there's – that quarterback class two, from two years from now is pretty solid. Dude, I don't even think they, they stick with him this next season. The way I'm going to tell you right now, uh, if I'm drafting a quarterback next year, you guys know I am – I'm not a Tua hater, but that dude cannot throw outside the hash on the right side. Look at it. Yeah, I've seen what it's you were saying. Ridiculous. The He's, stat numbers are like, oh, he throws to the right side. Okay, does he throw outside the hash? Good. Now, in the NFL, the hashes are much closer, and if you guys don't notice, mm-hmm. uh, it is much – that's why NFL college kickers look better in the pros because 
well, the hashes are literally 10 yards in. So you know, I'm telling you, you not, ball, does so. not throw the ball outside the hash on the right side. Does not do it. He threw two passes last, last week Steve, outside the right hash. We were talking about – um. A linebacker that had a good game this week uh, in our group message. Uh, who was that guy you sent us the, the info? Oh, it was all, oh yeah, it was uh, it was Curtis Weaver. Curtis Weaver. Curtis Weaver. Yep. Got it. One one of the top in the nation. Oh, for next year. Uh-huh, so guys, a, guys that I'm streaming obviously for next year, and, and you know, offset, I'll do a draft show. You know, we'll do a draft show mm-hmm. uh, later in the season. But uh, Chase Young's gonna be the number one. Mm-hmm player drafted he might not be the number one player uh kenneth murray from oklahoma is he's on the buckus award finalist list uh, he's, he's semi-finalist but he'll be a finalist um weaver is a guy that you definitely have to look at i mean that this is going to be a fun linebacker group too this is going to be a fun safety group yeah but dude it's how many rookies and second-year guys are starting in the NFL on the defensive side. Oh, yeah, and having good seasons. Yeah, everybody's balling. I mean, it's just just the thing. So Yeah, uh, another guy, we didn't put him on our uh, duds list, but Sam Hubbard coming through again. Yeah, um, two, two, three tackles. Well, I don't know what happened to this dude. He's been, he was, he's been he up and tackle, down. He was a tackling machine to start the season, and now he's like, I mean, I'm, I don't he, know. I'm telling you, he just missed three or four tackles yesterday, and you're like, oh, that should have been so low. Oh, that should have been so low. Oh, that should have been so low. Well, it was uh, for me because, obviously, I'm a huge no, Hubbard fan. Mm-hmm. So I need them to draft another defensive lineman so that he can kind of get a little bit. Now, better. let's be real. Anybody, consistency. anybody going against Lamar Jackson is not going to have a great game. True. And, proven that. Yeah. That dude he, is – he's a cheat code. Yeah. I mean, he literally is embarrassing people, especially if you've got one-on-one. Good luck. Oh, he was like four on one yesterday, running down the field, and he yeah, just that, that spin move yesterday. Oh, looked like was, a looked like a washing machine. I, I, almost believe, I almost didn't believe it. I got the alert on my phone before it came up on red zone. It was like, "Well, Mark Jackson's seven yard touchdown run." I was like, "I was mm-hmm. like, sleeper app, what are you doing? Are you broken again?" I was like, shaking my phone, "What are you doing over here?" And then it pops up, and I was like, "Okay, he's just gonna." And then he you know, he goes to the left. I was like, oh, he's gonna run a little bit." No, I mean he just we just like weaving. I mean he looked like Fast and Furious. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, he balled out, dude. It was believe it. And I mean, we know those back end tacklers ain't no ain't no fucking joke. I mean, Sean Williams and Jesse Bates, those guys don't miss a lot of shit like that. They're they're a baller. You know, he made them look like they were fucking playing peewee ball and like coach was out there. I mean, it was like, what? Oh my god. Oh man. he had like a perfect packer like, rating, basically. He only I can't even, like three throws. I can't even Every, imagine their coach getting mad at him either. He's just like, what can you do? And what, Lamar Jackson, like, what can I do? His depth of target is insane. Like, he's not just, like, making little dump-offs. These aren't Tom Brady passes. I mean, these are all deep balls. Like, everything he throws is, like, 18 oh, I don't know about that. He, he's a tight end junkie, bro. Yeah, he is. Look at Mark like Andrews. Down the field. Mark, Mark, well, Mark well, they got, they're, they're, they're playing three tight end sets. Winner. So I'm just saying. You realize all three of his uh, uh, tight ends were on a oh, John yeah. Mackey in college we're for what? top tight end league. All his, all, every single one of his tight ends. That's good. Marquise right. Brown had a good game yesterday, too. I mean, Brown. just. 
Wait till they draft another wide receiver next year, or when they get what? him a good running back. I mean, they drafted two wide receivers. They should get a good running back. They got a good running back. We can play in like rotationally behind Willie Sneed. So, he? did you see last uh, yesterday? And it might be the first time ever. Three Heisman Trophy winners in the backfield in one play. Yeah, I saw that. To run an option was awesome, dude. That was pretty I, mean, cool. I took a picture of teams that have had three Heisman Trophy winners on it. The Raiders had has had a combination of it like six times because of Brown and everybody and Marcus Allen and Bo Jackson and whatnot. Yeah. But to have three in one plane in the backfield was pretty awesome. Yeah, that was cool. Yesterday was just a great day of football. Um, I don't, you know, as far as defensive guys goes, I mean, again, I, we kind of touched on a lot of guys. There were some guys who let you down. Um it's a lot of overwhelming information, though. I mean, we're going to have to keep sifting through it. We'll probably put some stuff on our Twitters, you know, obviously. And this is with some of our bigger defensive line guys not even playing this week. No Ionida, mm. no Jonathan Allen, no Yannick, no Calais Campbell, no Josh Allen, um, you know, no Patriots defensive guys. I mean, and this week was just – it, well, it was just well, let's just go right through the list again, just, just give you guys an idea of the list. Yeah, go for it. So defensive – we'll go defensive line – Melvin Ingram, Chris Jones, Cleon Farrell, T.J. Watt, Preston Smith, Grady Jarrett, Chandler Jones, Trey Flowers, Aaron Donald, Dante Fowler, Vic Beasley, Cameron Hayward, Everson Griffin, Clay Matthews. Okay, Massive. linebackers. This list is this could. We're just we're just you know cherry picking here. Darius yeah. Leonard, Rashawn Evans, Corey Littleton, Demario Davis, Nick Witkowski, Jerome Baker, Levante David. Jordan Hicks, Tahir Whitehead, Matt Milano, Mark Barron, Tremaine Edmonds, Jalen Smith, Devondre Campbell, Leighton Vander Esch, Roquan Smith. It's funny, we talk about that. Three of those groups are on the same team. Right? We keep saying this, like there's there's groups that have great linebacking core. Jalen Smith, Leighton Vander Esch. Okay, Tremaine Edmonds, Matt Milano. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark Barron, usually Devin Bush unless he's not on this list. Yeah. Um usually. Roquan and Smith and Kwiatkowski, usually DT, but he's he got hurt. Right. Uh, Jordan Hicks, Chandler Jones is somebody we didn't talk about who had a great game. So uh, defensive backs, this list could be crazy, actually. Jamal Adams, Minka Fitzpatrick, Buda Baker, Joe Hayden, Eric Harris, Marcus Peters, Logan Ryan, Marcus Williams, Jesse Bates, Taven Wilson, Tredavis White, Taylor White, Taylor Rapp. Bro, this, I mean, honorable mentions, Frank Clark, Shaq Barrett, Marcus Golden, who had Marcus Golden played pretty well, has been a good streamer the last couple of weeks, Demarcus mm-hmm. Lawrence. And we're just, that's just the tip of the spear. Yeah, I mean, this is just guys that were just in the top 50, basically, overall. I mean, there's so many, there were so many good IDP performances this week. There's so many guys we're probably forgetting. Um, you know, but it was a great IDP week. If you're not playing IDP, you know, hit us up. Find hashtag put it this way, and this is standard scoring. Uh, 96 players, sorry, 103 players scored over seven points. Standard yeah. scoring. Yeah, that's without even any not not proper scoring. You know, that's where they're trying to they're trying to ruin IDP for you guys with one yeah. hack for everything. But um. Follow us all, you know, the IDP Army. Shout out to you guys. You know, we, we put up the shows for you guys. We do the IDP 411. 
that's this show. Um, we do the IDP Hour. That's our other show. Um, you know, we just recover an IDP in a way that a lot of people aren't. Um, we want you guys to play IDP because it's fun. Um, you know, we're working on some scoring formats that we think are going to be pretty good. I mean, we, we, we are playing in a league together. Um, we're having a lot of fun. I mean, the scores get pretty high, but they don't get completely out of control. I'm in an IDP league where people can score like 600 points a week. Nothing like that. But we did have a guy this week that came close to uh, close to 300 points. I think after tonight he probably will. That's, you know, full IDP, super flex as well. So I mean, there's a lot of people playing, but – you know, it's it's a good time, and we're working on getting some uh, IDP Army leagues together for next season, so keep your eyes out for that. Um, some of us, one of us, we'll have people in there helping, you know, run the leagues and moderators and commissioners and all that. But, you know, you guys get in on this action. Um, we literally just created this league that we're in together two weeks ago on Sleeper. Like I was just like, I want to make a new league. I want to try the scoring setting out for, you know, potential next year. And we did it, and Jared's kicking my ass right now. I'm over. <laughs> That's not fun. But I got Mika Fitzpatrick. Sorry, right. I got him last week. He thought I he was going to beat me. Uh, I got yeah, he, 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 Well, I mean, I had, again, I had a bad offensive week last week. Had a good defensive week this week. So mm-hmm. it's just it's fun. I mean, it's so much fun. I got Mika Fitzpatrick, which you know is always a pleasure to have him on a team. I mean, um, I'll, I can trade somebody to for. I'm good. I'm good. Once Fournette comes back, I'm gonna win this thing out. <laughs> so, but uh. Give us follow on Twitter, you know, Matt Fifty Shades of Drunk, Jared's at Jared Gray, Steve's at the Dynasty Chef. Um, and that pretty much it for me. This has been the IDP 411. You guys got anything else you want to drop in on these kids? No, man, I appreciate it. Again, hashtag the IDP Army. Let's do hashtag IDP Army. Let's get it rolling. It's definitely mm-hmm. something that's picking up quite a bit. So yeah. Keep a lookout this week. We'll throw some more info up on our Twitter, and uh, we'll look for you guys on next Sunday, the live cast, and we'll keep you abreast of our next show, the IDP Hour, when that comes out on Thursday. So good luck tonight if you got any San Francisco or Seahawks folks. I know somebody has six players tonight on the Seahawks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Brandon's wife? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's going to make the playoffs. Uh, I'm I telling bet. you right now, she's gonna make the playoffs. Ooh, Seahawks are killing. She probably yeah, got half Wilson, <laughs> Lockett, Carson. That's a good lineup. All right. Well, until next time, let's go. Let's go. Let's go.